podcast where best friends and next door neighbors, Willow and Lillian, spill the tea on murder, mysteries, and other things that go bump in the night. So get your favorite teacup ready and let's get into it. Welcome to Cruelty Podcast. This is Lillian, and with me, as always, is Willow. Hello. Don't Hello. sound so sad. You're like, damn it, it's you again. <laughs> Fuck. No, I just try and say it a different way every time. And usually I'm like, it's Willow, but today I wanted to say it with more gravitas. That's what you said a couple weeks ago. You're yeah. like, gravitas. And I was like, gravitas. <sighs> Fuck <laughs> off. Look, that's a fun word to say. It is. Gravitas. Mm-hmm. It sounds I like I like if you say it like important. it's like it's more in Spanish, like gravitas. <laughs> uh, anyway, so can it just be said that the month of December is a turd, and I'm sick of it, and I don't like it. It's the longest month no, of the whole year. That one's March. Trust me. March is a gray, August, brown slog. Or July, one of the hot months. Here's the, here's the deal. So there are some months that are longer than other months. Mm-hmm. I feel like January and March take forever. I feel like August and September are just hot buttholes that never end. Yes. And <clears throat> excuse me, for I ate chocolate earlier and I'm allergic <laughs> to it. Really? Yeah. It's the worst. What happens? Well, I'll tell you what happens. My voice does this. <laughs> You'll show and tell me what happens. <laughs> and I have bathroom issues. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, goodness. But do, does that mean I don't eat chocolate? Hell no. No. Mm-mm. But I've eaten a lot of chocolate the past few days because we celebrated Yule and I made a Yule log, which yes. does not sound appetizing. But is it was it's cherry delicious. chocolate. It was delicious. And it had like a dark chocolate ganache. And it was fire. It was so good. <laughs> we made risotto also. I just feel really fancy saying these fancy cooking things. They are fancy. So mm-hmm. yummy. Anyway, I'm done bantering. <laughs> <laughs> no, enough. it's okay. This this case is um I know all the cases that we do are rough, but I had planned on doing some I mean, I know murder isn't funny. I have to keep reminding myself that. But, like, there was some cases that, you know, were kind of funny. And I was like, well, I could do that one. And I was kind of, like, banking on doing some more, some different ones. But I stumbled across this one today or last night. And I just, I had to talk about it. There's not even that much information on this case. But I just, I had to talk about it. And look. If if we have a usually our episodes run an hour to two hours, mm-hmm. but if we have a shorter one, just because we think a case is important, but yet there's not enough information to go of like a full two hours, we're not gonna drag it out. Uh, it, it yeah, it's fine. It's also it's fucking it's December and it's December Christmas. is a bitch and we're very tired. Yes, and poor producer Will has worked from eight a.m. to ten p.m. for the last three days, and still is editing our podcast for us. Mm. God damn. I know. Shout out to producer Will. Thanks, Will. You know what? Speaking of fucking shout outs, I'd like to do them for our patrons. 
later. Not today. I think, well, we can do it. At, <clears throat> excuse me. Frog in my throat. We can do that at the end if you want to, or we can do it on like a different I, episode. I'm just on a different episode. Yeah. I just want to start shouting out our patrons at the end. Yeah, for sure. Because we. I definitely want to do. Because we, like, right before we started recording just now, um, we were kind of talking about like an end of the year recap and how yeah. cool that would be to have one every year. I know that yeah. we just started, so we only have like three months of recapping, but we still have a lot that of material lot. because we're new and we have a lot of shit that we haven't shown you guys because we're no. stupid. Oh, <laughs> the first episode we recorded for October was so shitty was, and bad. It was like two and a half hours of just bullshit. We, so. we were, I wasn't even high, so I don't know what my excuse was. I wasn't was. either, no. What was wrong with this? We were excited to podcast. Oh yeah, we were like giddy little schoolgirls. I like, had a lot of coffee. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> so bad, it's cringy, frankly. Yeah, but producer Will's going to kind of put together, like piece together, a like outtake reel. Yeah, 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 and kind of recap in a reel of like weird shit that we've said off scene or off camera. Excuse me, off and then mic. we can. Um, God, I'm sorry. Off screen. I was off trying camera. to. I was trying Belch. to hold back a burp the whole time, and it just like I couldn't so say the right word. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just sitting over here vaping, and you're burping. <laughs> I'm allergic to chocolate. It's trash today, but it's just fine. Tired, and I mean I've been like just diving into every little bit of this case that I can in the past like 12 hours, while also juggling a baby and all of my life in general as it is. Yeah, it's bad. But, but this, this will be good. This case has got my heart twisted in all different directions, and I'm just I'm really emotionally emotional about this case, and I'm really upset about this case, and so I just needed some um, cushion before we get into it because it's rough. Okay, I almost it's a rough made one. a cushion joke, but I won't. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> you're welcome okay. in advance I'll tell you later and okay. you'll be like god so so we're gonna go ahead and get into it and um yeah, just to prepare everybody this one is a it's a tough case yeah it's 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 one of the harder ones to even talk about um and this is extremely recent so we just got done with the case that you did on um Harry Moore that's correct that was in 1951 it was we have almost 50 years later the same fucking shit happening. And I'm so sick and fucking tired of it. Like, yeah, we're not, we're not fond of these things. No, no. So this is the case of Courtney Ishe Key. And throughout all of the articles and everything written, everybody says, Courtney, I'm not going to say that name. I'm going to say Ishe because... That's what's in quotations, and that's what her closest friends call her. So I'm just going to refer to her as Ishay. Good. So, and I'm going to do this a little differently just because of how the information is passed on. Um, usually I will start at the very beginning um, of the person's life and then get to the crime later in sequential order. But like we said in other cases, this case is a very recent case, and since it's recent, we don't know much yeah, and I will tell past. you, uh, something that really sort of irritates me is we live in an age of information and everything's online, but more recent cases, there seems to be some sort of weird fog of obscurity when it comes to information. Right. And I, 
I personally think it's because they're recent and they need it. You need at least a decade to go by before you've got reams and reams of information mm-hmm. you can refer to. Mm-hmm. So it takes time to gather it does. information, you know, um, says the person who put together this entire episode in a few hours, but, <laughs> but no, it does. And so that being said, we're going to start with the night that she was murdered or as soon as she was found. She was found just after 8.30 p.m. on Christmas night. A police officer out on patrol had discovered her lying in the street. As per, her, as per his report, um, her head was bleeding and she had other injuries that were consistent with being dragged by a vehicle. The officer called the paramedics to the scene, but they were unable to revive her. She was pronounced dead on the scene at 8.50. She was only blocks away from her mother's house, and following the trail of her blood smeared along the pavement, detectives located her purse and her wig in the alley about a block away. They also recovered a single 9mm shell casing on the ground nearby, and an autopsy would later confirm that she had died of a gunshot wound to the head. Her death was ruled as a homicide, but no motive has been determined. So based on that information, that's basically what everyone knows. And I want to piece together the scene and what really happened. Okay. So it's Christmas night. She's really close to her mother. She's like best friends with her mother. And she's really, really close to everybody in the Chicago LGBTQ plus scene. Um, And... The thing is, is that they share every moment of their life together. It's, you know, like we said, it's the age age of information. Everybody's on your phones, you know. Mm -hmm. You share your location with everyone. This is, I mean, it's Chicago. This is a huge city, right? And to be safe, especially because I don't think Ashay had a car. I want to say she was on foot or by bus or however else she was traveling. I want to say she didn't have a car. Or Uber or something. Or Uber or yeah. something. <clears throat> but that being said, um, they, so they knew that she had been at her mom's house for Christmas, right? And her body was found literally a block what away. What year was this? Was this last year? This was last year, 2020, okay. Christmas 2020. So. Everything's weird at that time anyway yeah. because of. Yeah, you know, because corona. of COVID. Yeah. And, and I mean, <sighs> Based on the scenario and, like, everything that happens in this case, it is so fucking hard for my brain to come to terms with the fact that this was 2020. As of today, this is less than a year ago. So they find her body a block away from her mother's house, but... And it was confirmed that she was there at her mother's house through the GPS ordinance. But she has evidence of being dragged by a vehicle now i looked up everything on google maps because i have adhd and it takes me places so um, (laughs) so we went with it and so on google maps i looked up where her body was found it doesn't say where her mother lives but i can guess it's a block away right and then i looked up where the police station, because her GPS had picked up at the police station as well. Interesting. And, you know, her friends were like, what the fuck? Like, why is she at the police station? They ended up calling 
and asking if they, you know, if they had picked up her or uh, had booked her or, or yeah, yeah, did yeah. she do something? Like what happened? They had no trace of her there. Hmm. And then she was found just a block away from her mother's house with evidence of being dragged. Now, what does that tell you? Well, uh, it tells me that she was shot and dragged behind a vehicle and dumped in the middle of the street. But that she was shot a block away from her mother's house. Yes. She had left her mother's house, was dragged all the way to the police station, and all the way back. Ah, yes, okay. That, like... I couldn't, I'm, uh, I'm also kind of stupid um, <laughs> when it comes to like technology. So I couldn't figure out how to do the pin drop right. and then, and then have like directions just from the pins. Right. But I looked at it on the map and it looked like a good, at least 20 minute drive there and back. So if they were dragging her body, they were dragging her body for like 50 blocks that's crazy. Like in front of like, and I did street views. Like these are all like huge complexes that, you know, are like those really big, like old timey brick buildings that yeah. used to be like, um, factories and stuff that got turned into other things. Other things. It's the, that. it's, it's the lower, uh, East side, I think, but it's, it's, it's near a Martin Luther King, which is always a trigger for me on maps that if it's mm-hmm. near a Martin Luther King, Boulevard because every city has one. It's a lower income um, part of town. That's I lived. How it was. I lived on a Martin Luther I, King I, Boulevard. I, so. I did too in Oklahoma <laughs> City when I was there for a so while. So that that triggered my memories, and so I, I I kind of could feel her surroundings there. But based on that alone, she was dragged for a very long time in front of a lot of people. Well, I will say this, and I you know. Because people often rely on eyewitness testimony or like, why didn't they see it or something like that? A lot of times people don't see stuff, even though it's right in front of them because we're on our phones or it's late at night or there's some weather going on. Or this is this is the time right after the Trump administration, the Trump administration. Trump is still technically in office at this point. Biden had just won. And so there's that in-between time where there was so much fucking chaos. There was. You know, QAnon was raging during that time. I know. So it wouldn't be unheard of for a racist to be dragging a dummy, like a stuffed doll or yeah, like an stuff effigy. Like that, yeah, stuff like that did happen. Um, yeah, in addition, because this is COVID, there weren't probably as many people out on the streets as usual. Exactly. Yes, and this is 8.30 at night, but this is 8.30 at night on Christmas. Yeah, people, you're, you're in with your family. Yeah. Stuff's yeah. closed, yeah. except for, like, Chinese restaurants. And this yeah. weather was the opposite of this. This year's really warm. Last year, it was, it was freezing, yeah. and this is Chicago. Yeah, snow and everything. So, so the weather outside is frightful. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. I fucking hate that song. I know. Stupid. Yeah. But, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, chocolate. Um, so that's my theory. Is it, is that 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 sounds like it happened? It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if they did, they didn't think it was well. And real. that's that's why the phone picked up her location there. Yeah. They dragged her to there. But also, now, and I looked into this. Um, 
the act of dragging a person is called uh, either after death or to murder somebody is called either dragging death or dragging murder. And this was a very common thing to do after a lynching. Or before. Or before. Yep. You could you can lynch through um, dragging death or dragging murder. Now, there was actually a very, very, very famous case that I had not heard of, but when I Googled just dragging death or dragging murder, this case popped up everywhere, and it was a case in 2008. Gross. Um, yeah, it was, it was that, that recent, and... Um, no, and, no, 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 not 2008, to, 1998, but still, no, that's very recent. recent. And that was actually in recent. Texas. Yeah, I, I heard about and that And he, he, he lived the entire time until he was decapitated. That is how oh he died. Oh, my God. It was the most graphic and most disturbing well, lynching wanna, by, dra- lynching by dragging. I too, that um, dragging death has been used in the LGBT community is hate crimes also oh i didn't know that part yes but she is she is a black woman and she is a trans woman yeah that's double whammy for hate crimes but not only was she a black woman and a trans woman she was a proud black woman and a proud trans woman (laughs) um sorry i'm getting choked up um yeah because i'm so proud of her um, I'm about, to, I'm just going to stop for a second, um, now that I mentioned that. And I just want to go over some of the things that her friends and family said about her. And, um. Do we even have suspects in this case? Oh, not a one. <laughs> not a single one. Shocking. And, and that's why, that's why I'm kind of, um, I don't know, my eyebrows raised. Mm-hmm. Because of the coincidence between the last case we did, and then this case. Why did they go to the police station? Why was if that... you're dragging a body, why are you going to go by the police Why are you going station? to drag a body to the police station and then back where you found it? Yeah, I don't know about that. Unless... Unless you're involved in law enforcement or it's involving law enforcement. Yes. And that... that Mm-hmm. And Chicago, Illinois is not a great place for no. LGBT rights, for the record. Mm-hmm. Even though Chicago itself is a more liberal city. Mm-hmm. It's not a liberal, a super liberal state. Yeah. I do think it went blue, this election, if I recall. But it was like a surprise. They, um... When they processed her body, they had her under... Like before, because she didn't have any identification on her or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Um, They had her labeled as a John Doe. And when her family called and said, no, no, no. This is who that is. They said, we don't care. That's nice. She hasn't had the appropriate surgery to be labeled, labeled otherwise. And that makes my blood boil. I hate yeah. saying those words. Yeah. And I mean, it just kind of like takes me back to all the shitty things that my husband's been through. I know. And, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and if you're just tuning in, this is your first episode. Uh, I'm married to a trans man and I have been for nearly 10 years. So if you don't like trans people, um, go play in traffic or something. I'm not interested in your opinion and yeah. you suck. Yeah. Educate Absolutely. yourself and then 
but you're not going to because like I've I've been on this kick lately that you can change opinions and you can't change beliefs and people who are hateful and do this kind of shit right or who want to invalidate the existence of transgender people that's their belief it's not an opinion they have it's their belief they're not right. going to change it right um and I just... I have fought and fought and fought and fought and fought and fought oh, and yeah. fought with people on the internet. And it has gotten me banned. Yep, I've gotten <laughs> and, for it. And it has not changed a single mind. And during the Trump years, I mean, y'all, we were scared. Mm-hmm. And so we, we took a policy of a little quieter about it. My husband's not right. ashamed. But, you know, he we have kids. And so right. we got to protect those kids. Right. But... And if you think... And for... If there's any LGBTQIA place plus people listening to me. I'm not outing my husband. I have all of, he he's out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cuz you don't out trans people. No. Fucked. Oh no, absolutely. Um, but when but, they're proud, they're proud. And, and it's can... and it's not even a matter of, of pride necessarily for him. My my husband has his own views on it. I'm not going to speak for right, him. But he does right. not mind me disclosing right, that. I right. have his permission. Right. Uh, but it it's it's rough because I don't know. They're one of the smallest populations, minorities in the world, transgender people, um, especially transgender women of color, and like the most murdered. Yes. Yes. And it is a hate crime every time, I promise you. Yes. I promise you. Yes. Yes, absolutely. They are murdered by law enforcement. They are murdered by romantic partners. If they're in the sex industry, Mm -hmm. they're murdered by Johns. They are... Mm -hmm. And there's so much bullshit, like lack of legislation... Oh, no, they, they literally don't fucking care. They literally don't care. They, they, they don't... And let's not even talk about, like, the justice system and how it mistreats uh, trans people, especially when they're in jail. Mm-hmm. I, have a tra- I have another trans man friend who was... He, he went to jail for, like, I think it was a minor drug offense. You know who I'm talking about. Um, and they put him in the women's population. And trust me, if you saw my friend, it's he does not look like it's disgusting. a woman, So, I remember... But, I mean, he did say he had a great time in, in well, jail. Well, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> lady jail is fucking awesome. <laughs> awesome. Get your hair done, your nails done, get your he eyebrows done. He was very done. popular mm-hmm. in lady mm-hmm. jail. But man jail is scary and bad. Yes. Very. Yeah. Very. So, imagine what it's like for a trans woman in there. I don't want to... This is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is this case is is hits very uh home to me because I do have a friend and I don't want to speak too much on it just because of loved ones and whatever, but she was a a black woman, a black trans woman, and she was found a long like many days after her death in her apartment. And they ruled it suicide. And you don't think so? They found her behind the door in the closet. And the Uh, door to, like, in the bathroom, like, in those tiny apartments. Yeah. When you open the door in those tiny apartments, the closet to the bathroom where you put your towels and stuff, the the small little pantry closet, closet is behind the door. They didn't find her. For the longest time because she was behind the door in that tiny closet. Why would you go in there and kill yourself? Exactly. That don't make any sense. I'd like Anyways, to, so I'd like because, that one of these because I don't have the authority to look into that case, 
it helped me kind of process that like sadness through ability to talk about this case. uh, She's case is already gone cold. I'm assuming it, it really doesn't say there are probably no leads. No. And, uh, I just feel really disgusted by this kind of shit. I'm disgusted that not only... Because to me this looks both both well, like a case of transphobia and racial... Exactly. Racially motivated. Exactly. It's both. It's yeah. and, and, and it's the audacity that she had to live loudly. To live in a way that she didn't care what people like that thought. They wanted her to care what they thought and they well, wanted and I mean, her I'm to be honest make herself regardless small. of loud quiet doesn't matter they're getting killed at the same rate i know but you know what i mean i they, get what you're saying i mean people that are against that do not want it shoved in their face like they say they like big air bunnies there because it isn't shoved in your face you're just being people alive. are allowed to live yeah. but i mean like even like so i wouldn't consider uh my family particularly conservative hmm. and i know maris's family is liberal like, they are Democrats. They vote blue every single time. They're pro-gay marriage. But let their sibling come out as trans. We don't have family now. Right. Right. We don't have right. family. And it's just, you know, and I've got, I've got a bunch of stats if you want me to go over those. Yeah, let's let's talk about let's talk about all of this before we get into to who she was because yeah. I want to I want to end the episode on a, a, bright a brighter note. note. Yeah, but I, I really want to hone in on the severity of what she went through because what she went through this isn't this isn't just a one-time case. This is a current case that happens day in and day fucking out and uh and I'm tired of it. I wanted hers to be the last. Because part of the problem with being black and being trans and being a woman is that you're not just facing more violence, but you're put in situations where more violence is likely to happen to you. You're in a vulnerable population because of transphobia and hate and discrimination. And so I'm going to get into some of that. So part of this has to do with the unemployment rate for black trans people is 26% and that is twice as high as the unemployment rate for transgender people of all racial and ethnic backgrounds and blows my mind. Mm -hmm. It is four times as high as the general population. 41% of black trans people have been homeless and that is more than five times the general population. And this is going to be because I just told you guys, like, my, my husband came out as trans, and he now has no family. Right. And I mean right. none. Not, right. not any right. of his siblings talked to him. Mm-hmm. His mother mm-hmm. said, begged him not to transition because they're Catholic. His mother is Catholic. And that means that he's going to hell. Right. Because the Pope said so. So all you out there saying that Pope Francis is such a great Pope, fuck you and fuck him. No. Pope Francis fucking sucks. Because he's Catholic, and that sucks. And I'm not talking about individual Catholics. I'm talking about it as an institution of racism, colonialism, and, of course, homophobia and transphobia and misogyny. So don't come at me. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I'm on my high horse now. Oh, no, I like it. 34 
25% of black trans people have household incomes less than $10,000. And that is more than eight times the general population. Do y'all see if you can't get a fucking job and you have no family support and you're on the street, what do you think is going to happen? And so these people can't fucking, they can't even fucking get their like hormone replacement therapies and stuff legally because of medical gatekeeping and because most Medicaid, especially in red states, will not cover trans anything. Mm -hmm. Y'all, the hell that me and my husband had to go through to get him top surgery, I don't even want to talk about it today because it's not about him today, but I will tell you right now, the tears shed and like the depression and the struggle was the, the worst and we're privileged. Do you understand that my husband didn't become homeless due to lack of family support because I already had a house bought for me and if it weren't for that we'd all be homeless right now but that's our privilege and these people don't have this privilege so there they are they're on the street and the only work open to them is sex work or which, drugs well or both and you know they're self-medicating because dysphoria is a fucking bitch yes. and it makes people suicidal and depressed yes. so you self-medicate with drugs and mm -hmm. now you're a sex worker and trust me Trust me, these people aren't like, surprise, I have parts you didn't think I would. These Johns are picking up black trans women because that's their fetish and that's what they want. But then they feel guilty after things are over because, oh no, does that mean I'm gay? And then they kill in a rage these women. Yes. That's what it is. They desire them and want them mm -hmm. until like... I guess the come down from your fucking jizz and then you've just got to murder these people. And that's, that's, this is how this violence is happening. And don't they have, or they either tried to enact a law or. Yeah, there are several states that have a law to where it like, like called gay fear or something like that. I forget the name of the law because it made me throw up and mm -hmm, then my brain mm -hmm, trauma blocked it. Mm -hmm, but same. it's a law that says that oh no, you surprised me with a penis, so I have every right to kill you. It was the... It it's was a panic the, defense the, law, the, um, something like that. The talk show host had the guy... Yes, uh, Jenny Jones. Jenny Jones, yes. Had a... If, if y'all don't know this case, it's really interesting yeah. and also yeah. terrible, but Jenny Jones, who was an exploitative piece of shit, had a I talk show in the 90s, and she had a guest on who was confessing a secret cut crush, and it was a man. And he confessed a secret gay crush for another a man. Mm -hmm. And the guy on the show acted really gracious, but when they got home, he killed the gay guy. Yes. Because he was probably gay. And here's the fun thing about homophobia, y'all. Research has shown that, that men, cis men with marked homophobia, meaning they're really vocal about it, mm. and they hate mm -hmm. gays and all that stuff, when they hook them up to a bunch of electrodes and science shit, they get the biggest boners for gay porn over even gay men. I was about to say, or just read their Google searches. Yeah. They're Search gay history. and they're yeah. mad about it. And that's what's happening here is yeah. these men are angry about their attraction to trans women. So the oppression on the LGBTQ plus community, the oppression on them. And add just being black it, to it. Well, it's yeah, just but it just add, it, it adds to the people that maybe are on the fence about knowing what their sexuality is. It adds to their hatred of that community. You know what I mean? Like the oppression goes more than just outside of the community, or it goes outside of the community. Well, here's as well. some more stats too. So nearly half the black trans population has attempted suicide. Yes. 
it's not trans women specifically, black trans women specifically, but based upon how much more frequently black trans women are killed, it is then reasonable to assume they also experience these harms more frequently than other transgender people of other races. And in addition to uh, over black trans men as well. Well, women in general are going to be murdered more often. Yeah. Obviously. Again, I, I believe that if we wanted to all boil the problems of everything down to its, like, finest point, mm-hmm. it is going to be misogyny and racism. Yes. And they's holding hands. Yes. They are the Friends. same coin, two sides. Yes. And we really need to sit with that. We need to process our own internalized misogyny. And mm-hmm. if you're sitting here and you're a cis woman, you're a white cis woman, and you're thinking I'm full of shit about trans people, you're just the worst, and you make me mad you're a traitor. Yeah. You're a traitor. Yeah. Because we, we are the strongest allies they got. Mm-hmm. Stand up, say something, and don't let this happen no more. That's right. Not on our watch, okay? That's right. All right, so up until the Supreme Court's recent landmark decision um, called Bostock, transgender people were not granted any federal anti-discrimination protections in the realm of employment. Not only that, but Congress has consistently failed to pass the Equality Act, and that is a bill that would provide more sweeping protections for the entire LGBTQIA plus community, including requiring prisons to house transgender individuals in facilities that match their gender identity. All this is so important because that leaves incarcerated transgender people 13 times more likely to experience sexual assault in prison. And... You know, the federal laws governing police brutality and misconduct also leaves black trans women particularly vulnerable to violence at the hands of law enforcement, which may be... Look, we are not accusing anyone of this case because we don't have that information. Right. We have some weird coincidences and some GPS information. That right. is not enough, even circumstantial evidence, to point the finger at law enforcement or anybody. No, we're just like, however, we're However... Statistics will tell you that black trans women experience an inordinate, substantial increase of violence and police brutality at the hands of law enforcement over other groups of people, including black men, and we see how they treat them. When you think about it, it was Christmas night. Who's working on Christmas night? Sex workers are, I promise you that. Nobody but the cops are working on Christmas night. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know, I also do not know if she was a sex worker. I'm not going to put that on her. It's never been said that she's a sex worker. No. And she had a good relationship with her family. She had a great relationship with her mother, and she had made her family with her community. Yes. She had a tight group of family. Like, she she had an amazing support system. These people loved her. All right, so here's some more. Stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 28 states have dangerous hate crime laws that don't include protections for trans people at all. Several states also recognize the trans panic defense. That's what it was called. Panic defense. Yes. Yeah, gay a panic. A claim that a defendant was driven to violence due to their volatile emotional state after discovering that someone is transgender. And they use that as a valid legal defense for violence against black trans women in particular. Yes. Some states are so bad at protecting the rights of transgender people that online lists like where to move in the United States if you're trans have popped up. Fuck. So if you're among the 34% of black trans people who are extremely poor or the 41% of black trans people who have experienced homelessness, the bulk of whom are, are trans black trans women, moving to a safer state... Where? Fucking where? 
we are a safe place, but we are in a Eureka very is. dangerous state. But I will tell you, I've had even just gay friends get fucking hate crimed around here. Yes. Like, um, yes. didn't like Jay Wilkes get gay bashed? Got like hit over the head. With over the, the fucking head with like a pipe or something. Yeah, like, while he was walking his hard. dog. Yeah, and we are in like the quintessential like storybook town. Where, like, an old lady can walk down the middle of the road and be fine. Pride flags and trans flags fly here 24-7-365. How many, um, we, we call four. it, we call it diversity. We call it diversity weekends and we have four of them a year. Mm-hmm. Four. Our town is built on being gay, fabulous, and being an artist. That yep. is what our town is built on. And we had someone hate crimed in the middle of our streets like what the fuck so if if we're one of the most safe places that you can find on the globe for gay and trans people like what do you think is it what do you think it's like in all these other places where it's extremely dangerous I personally can't fathom, and it gives me complete anxiety to think about living anywhere else. All right, so here's my last stat, and it is sobering. Okay. That's no bueno. So the Trans Day of Remembrance is on November 20th every single year. I hate that there's a day. There's a fucking day. And what that day is for is for all the transgender people murdered that year. Now, keep in mind they make up less than 1% of the population of our country. And there's an entire Remembrance Day annually. Remember, less than 1% of our entire population. Remember that when I give you this number. In 2021, as of November 11th, 375 transgender people were murdered, making it the deadliest year since the record keeping began. And y'all, it was a fucking pandemic and we weren't even outside. So when people told me I was being a crybaby when Trump won and I was scared for my spouse and myself, they can really just lick my fucking butthole because I know trans people who've been murdered. They were on my friends list because, you know, I'm really active in the LGBTQIA community because it's just people I love. Yeah. And I'm part of it, y'all. I'm not straight. (laughs) And... I have seen people disappear off my friends list. Mm -hmm. And it's fucked. And like I would say the bulk of these murders have not been solved or even investigated. Or won't be solved. The amount of dead naming in the fucking press. Oh my God. And by the police and by medical professionals is disgusting. We're not going to ever do that. I mean, y'all, if we ever make a mistake in talking about cases, please correct us. Speak up. And I ain't even going to say I'm sorry. I'm just going to correct my mistake. We will pull that fucking episode and re-record. I'm just letting you know. We will never do that to somebody. The indignities that these people suffer in life and then follows them all the way to death makes my blood boil. That That the fucking police, when they call about their daughter, would talk about her that way is gross. And that we're not... This is a... Y'all... This is a pandi- an epidemic of violence. We don't talk about it. Because most cis people, if they're not, you know, if you're just your average Joe, 
They're not sitting there hating on trans people, but they don't care either. And I just think sometimes most people just wish they didn't exist. And that is such a shitty feeling when you look into the eyes of somebody that you love who saved your life. Y'all, when I met my husband, I was had just finished writing notes to my children because I was going to kill myself. And when I met him online, he didn't know, but he saved me with his kindness and friendship towards me. And then moved in with me. Not just moved in. Moved across several states. Yeah. And then he saved me and my children. And made us better people. And so... I just think of all the... 375 lives gone this year. And that was somebody's Maris. And all the potential and beauty and art and genius and... Just coolness that we've lost is just gross and I hate it. So yeah, there's my stats. They suck. Do better. Oh my God. I'm, I'm bawling. I'm drenched right now. I'm going to give some, I want you guys to listen to this episode. And I, if you can't find a trans person on social media or Twitter or Instagram, buy them pizza, send them some money. I'm not playing. Ask for their fucking cash app, their PayPal, yeah. or their Venmo, and yeah. you send them like five bucks or something. Do it. And I'm not saying send it to my husband, but you totally could. That'd be fine. <laughs> you need some new art supplies. No, I'm just kidding. Like, no, go go find some black trans women, like black trans women, and you give them some. Go money. on TikTok. They're on TikTok. Find their hashtags. Yes. Go through and if them, you, follow them. If you don't feel comfortable doing that, I'm going to give some charities in the description. I'd like you to donate to, please. Right. Absolutely. That helped black trans women so there oh what really got me was that you said that number and because for for those of you listening um when i was doing the research on this episode um i was running out of time and i was like hey i got what i need done can you just look up some stats for me because yeah and, and Lillian's amazing at that she she does that from time to time for me and so I was like hey throw me some stats in for this I really need to hit home some points and she was like I got you and that's what you just heard but the thing is is that 375 75 in less than a year I've read the stats in 11 months I've read the stats up to this year in uh, 2008, we had 31. That was the highest. Recorded. Recorded. And it's been recording since uh, 2013. Mm-hmm. So this is very recent recordings. But that being said, she was... Now, she was, again, December 25th, almost the very end of the year. And she was the 43rd person. Last that had, year. Last year. The number has more and than that doubled. Was, that was the most. Tripled. 2020 was the most up until then. 43 was the biggest fucking number that what they had that seen. Tell you? It tells you that when you elect someone into office who's that fucking disgusting, who passes all this anti-LGBT legislation, then you give the scum that crawls out from under the rock an excuse and a voice, and they will use it, and this is what they do with it. Look at the anger. The rage. That was, and rage that was shown after Trump lost. He lost, you big fuckers, you big dum-dums. Over, like, 
annually. We, lost a lot. we got over 300 extra. Yeah. 300 more yeah. than last year. Yeah. In one fucking year. Again, y'all, less than 1% of the population. Less than. Less. There's like a total, I think I read the numbers of less than a million trans people in the United States of America. Less than a million. I think it's like a, like uh, maybe like 650,000. And you mean to tell me that many of them were murdered? That, that's nuts to me. And the majority were black trans women. 375. Yeah, I can't process that. That's 375 Ishes. Mm-hmm. That's 375 mothers, daughters, sisters, sisters husbands, husbands wives. sons, wives, grandmas, grandpas. Yeah, because people don't seem to get this, but trans people aren't like 22 forever. Yeah. There's elder trans people. Yes, absolutely. I'm friends with some trans guys who are in their 60s and 70s, okay? I know a trans grandmother who's the same age. Oh, is she local? Yeah. I'll fucking love her. <laughs> she's fucking rad as hell. And she's been an activist since for fucking mm-hmm. ever. Her and mm-hmm. her husband are badasses. Mm-hmm. And she's still marching in the parades every day. Can you imagine having so much strength that you disregard all of humans, all of humanity's hatred? Towards you. Oh, yeah, and it's a And lot. you say, nah, fuck you. I'm going to do what makes me happy. It's more than that, is I'm going to be myself. I'm going to be myself and I'm going to be who I am, whether you fucking like it or not, even if I don't live past 25. Yeah, that's the life expectancy for. A that's how old Deshae woman. was. She was 25. Yeah, and you know. I had the privilege of meeting my husband pre-transition and I got to see the whole thing. Right. And that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was rough, y'all. We're in red states. Right. And <clears throat> we're poor, but we managed and to help him medically transition and just to see the light and the load off, the relief. Right. And... So when people, God, and you know, I live with this person every day and love them and they're such a like vital part of my life that when I see all like the hateful comments and stuff online, it's just, it's so shocking. It's just every time it hurts Mm -hmm. me. And you know, you Mm -hmm. can say like, well, fuck the haters. We can't say that because they're killing them. We can't say fuck the haters. It's more than that. We have to put them, this is how I feel about transphobes misogynists and racists y'all so listen to me because this is what we got to do and make them scared we got to make them scared again they got no safe harbor your racist uncle at christmas you tell him to shut the fuck up you say shut up you ignorant slut you fucking turd shut up your friend 
who just doesn't get it and it's a lifestyle choice, that ain't your friend. Mm -hmm. No Mm -hmm. safe harbor for Mm -hmm. their hatred because their violent words and their hateful words are an act of violence and terrorism. Absolutely. If you own an establishment, manage establishment, or just work at one. Refuse them service. Refuse their fucking service. 86 them the fuck out. Even if you get fired. And look, y'all, I get it. Times are hard for everybody. I'd rather be poor than serve a racist. We we live in a town of 2,000 people, and I guarantee you the majority of our listeners live in a town of much more than that. We live in a town of 2,000. And... We have plenty of bars to work at. Like uh-huh. you, you can you can fuck up one job and move on if it really means standing up for another. Because human they can't being. even get a job. Okay. Exactly. So, and any extra money we got, let us donate to these causes. Mm-hmm. Also, vote them out. Vote them, vote the, them fuck the fuck out. out. I don't care if you hate women. For whatever reason. For God's sake, Just vote, vote sm- one in. Vote small. Vote constantly. Vote as much as you possibly can. And look, S- I get it. It's rigged. I know that. But yes. if we don't shut up and we don't give them a safe place to land or to rest their head, maybe they'll crawl back under the fucking rock. Make them came work harder them. on their rigging. give them more numbers to try to process and skew and fuck with make their job harder make everything harder i look at the analytics for our podcast and it is mostly women in their uh late 20s to early 40s that listen to us teach your babies yes teach your babies yes yes i i raised kids who stand up for others absolutely I expect the same out of you guys. Mm-hmm. Let's get it done. We are... The boomers are going to die off, y'all. They're old as fuck. This mentality can't last. It, it can't. has no longevity. It's not sustainable. It doesn't make sense. This ends the world, you guys know that, right? Climate change and shit. Where do you think it comes from? It comes from this greed and hatred and patriarchal bullshit. We got to stand up. Mm-hmm. We have to. Mm-hmm. And a lot of us have been standing up for, like, a long time. We're super tired. So if you could, like, stand up for us for a little bit, we'd surely appreciate that shit. Teach those around you, even if they're not your children, if they're just small, impressionable minds, or just by teaching, by leading, by example. That, that, that. Here's the thing, y'all. Lead you by example. Pass change. that torch. You cannot change an, a belief, but lead by example, and you can change beliefs that way. Absolutely. Me and Maris, just by being who we are, have gotten so many more people to like put the hate down and educate themselves. Yes, absolutely. I have I have many people, you guys are definitely some of them that keep my moral compass um calibrated basically, you know, well, and, and and I'm not going to put that much pressure on one single person, no. but like having people around you who you know upkeep their moral code and continuously re-edit that and make sure that their moral code is protecting the vulnerable then why else are we here exactly exactly i thought i don't know i thought the purpose of life was to be loving and good and it's not that hard to do those things so i'm really baffled why anyone's it really doesn't make sense why people don't work hard to better themselves i do it every single day and i am lazy (laughs) <laughs> you ain't lazy you're just busy i think everybody with adhd feels like they're lazy we ain't lazy we're, we're lazy and busy weird. at the same time sort of yeah <laughs> but here's the thing like we don't want to get off too preachy but like look when you're researching true crime and you the racism like slaps you in the face and the transphobia slaps you in the face especially when you 
are either part of these groups that are getting that are being targeted or you have extreme closeness with these groups that are being targeted. I don't know what else to do. It can be so triggering Oh yeah. because the flashes of the images of the ones that you love. I am putting myself in those flash with those, those victims photos, you know, like it it really is hard to disconnect yourself from that. And you know, we know there's not too much information on this case and this is a shorter episode, but I do want to stress the importance of shining a light on cases that don't get a lot of media attention because it makes uh, haters uncomfortable. Well, and and the more that we talk about it, hopefully the less it'll happen. You notice we have less serial killers murdering on highways because it's, we talked about we've it. talked about yeah. it. Um, hopefully, we have less and less people harming trans and non-binary people just for being themselves. And maybe yeah, just maybe that's just fucking crime, y'all. Maybe just maybe we can look out for one another, and this can stop. And if you don't know what to do to help, you you can donate money. If you don't have money, you can, um, let me just give you this piece. Go befriend some trans people. Yes. Yes. Listen. For the love of fucking God, listen. Just listen. Just listen. Be their friend. They don't probably have family. Listen their to their family. stories. Listen to what they've been through. Be empathetic. And when I say be empathetic, don't just hear their stories. Feel their stories. Feel what they've gone through so you understand what you would want someone else to do in their shoes. Yeah, what would you want done for you? How would you want to be advocated for? Exactly. And then never stop, because that's what we do. Be passionate about what you do. All right, and I want to hear what what, uh, Shay's family said about her. This girl was loved. This girl... And, and we'll post photos. Oh, my God, she's beautiful. Oh, my God. And so, like, I, I don't really want to get hooked up on appearances because, obviously, they don't mean anything. But she was just so beautiful. I just, it makes me that much more mad that they had the audacity to misgender her. Because she was a girl. Like, there's no ifs, well, ands, and, or buts about thing, it. And I want to make she sure... She was a girly girl. She hold was... on, no. Let's, let's stop with that, because I do not like passing culture. No. It has inspired a lot of violence and hate right. towards trans people. You are just as loved and valid and important whether you pass or not, and it doesn't matter. You're beautiful if you don't pass. A thousand percent. A thousand You're a girl percent. if you don't pass. I didn't mean it that way. I know you didn't, but I, I get what you're saying. Is like, they just did it to be fucking mean. Exactly. That, their whole because there wasn't a question like yeah. in their minds about it. No, they stripped her of her dignity, and then they and then they humiliated her to her to her family that loved her, mm-hmm. and that is disgusting. And if you do that shit, you're going to hell. And mm-hmm. I ain't got and, no forgiveness and, for you. And I think that's why I have a little bit of extra fingers pointed in the direction that I'm pointing them. I'm not gonna accuse nobody, but I think it's fishy mm. as fuck. It is. It really, really is. Um, but that being said, um, I've got some quotes from from some of her friends. Um, one woman by the name of Beverly Ross says, "I know that for a fact that Courtney wanted to thrive. She just wanted to beat the odds and become something. When we talk about beating the odds, we're talking about the girl from the projects becoming something and defining herself." She was born on Chicago's South Side. She attended Chicago public schools and the elementary schools there and graduated from Hyde Park High School. Her friend Beverly remembers her as being hilarious, 
They would often talk. Uh, they would also they would often have friendly roasts and share jokes on Facebook. Years later, friends, excuse me, would remember that her humor and and humor. They would remember her for her humor and outgoing spirit. Courtney loved wearing. Sorry, Ishe, um, loved wearing colorful hair, playing spades, and eating soul food prepared by her cho- by her chosen grandfather. Um, his name, she, she nicknamed him Grands with a Z at the end. It was a friend, um, through the community. And, uh, he later on, uh, went to say that, uh, she could not cook. She was (laughs) not good at cooking, he said. But, um, he owned a catering business and so he would let her taste his food. And so she liked that part instead. (laughs) That's and I just cute. thought that was so darling. She's like, I can't cook, but I'll eat. <laughs> and her favorite meals were pot roast and macaroni and cheese. Those are good shit. She was a girly girl. She was feminine and loving. She loved her hair, her makeup, her nails. She loved to shop. She had grown out her hair, but she liked um, she liked wigs of all different kinds. And um, at one point, she had been considering to getting into the... Uh, makeup industry as a makeup artist though she was very petite she was also considered strong and outgoing by her friends and she was just, just adored she was adored she was loved she was hysterical she was the life of the room she took a dull situation and she made it grand she took a hard life and she fucking put color all over it this woman lived loudly this woman lived proudly this woman led by example yes this woman was and she should an amazing you know, human being and she shouldn't have been killed for that she shouldn't have been killed for that or anything at all. But I mean, she shouldn't have been killed for that in, in the in the days that we historically On Christmas. Well, she shouldn't have been like 2020. That's the that's the thing I'm hooked up on. This wasn't a hate crime that happened when we're our, our brains are used to categorizing hate crimes happened in the 1950s, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Like it wasn't 50 well, years here's ago. Here's what I'm gonna tell y'all, and this is what makes me sad, is it hasn't stop i know not even let up a little bit and uh, obviously look at the stats look at the stats that you just told us yep so they're getting if i sometimes sound just okay look i i I recently read some research about how people don't like it when a woman sounds angry and aggressive golly got some fresh hot butthole here they can lick (laughs) but i know that sometimes that may mean my message isn't going to be heard Right. Because I'm not demure and cute. And, you know, I even had somebody like recently tell me by my voice, they were surprised that my voice wasn't hotter because I'm hot. What does so- that mean? Sorry, I don't make you want to have a big boner because I'm mad because I'm mad. Yeah. Oh, do you want to like moan? Do you want us to moan? We're not doing that. Into the microphones? Do you want us to like rub our titties on the microphone? I ain't rubbing my titties I don't, on I don't get what that means. Well, you see, <laughs> you ruined my boner, angry lady. You have hot titty, and now you ruined my boner because you're mad. Because you're unpleasant. 
Ah, fuck it. I look all my life. I've been shit on for being sort of aggressive and assertive or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Do you know a nicer bitch than me? In all honesty, really, I'm the nicest bitch. Right. But I include the word bitch in there because I don't. I, I'm pissed off. And like I read these stats, y'all. I think about this shit every day, and I've thought about it since I was a kid. And I'm mad that we're here. Mm-hmm. If 2020 and Trump and all that didn't teach us that our, our shit's fucked and it's always been fucked and it looks like it may always be fucked, then I don't understand why people don't get why I'm so mad. I'm mad. It's not okay. right. But on that note, I think we should uh, wind this down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry I- all that shit happened to her. She sounded fucking cool as hell. Somebody I would be friends with. Absolutely. And uh, she was a fucking baby. 25 years 25 old. 25 years a baby. old. It's a baby. Well, and just real quick, because I, I, I had a, not a brain fart, but an interjection. Um, I just had a random thought about how we were talking about the statistics and how they're constantly, and how they, they jumped so high. I wonder if it has anything to do with the fact that cops have been misgendering oh yes and so that completely fucks with the stats it does in in addition um 2020 saw a rise in domestic violence because we were all crammed up with each other right and let me tell you a lot of you are with people if you can't quarantine with a motherfucker yeah then you shouldn't be in a relationship with that motherfucker yeah and i'm just gonna say this all the crimes Maybe not all, but boy, a vast majority of the crimes are committed by men. Yes. Cis men yes. against black trans women. Yes. Mmm, fellas. Because, mm-hmm. look, I looked at our stats, and I know dudes listen to us, and I know I'm probably making you mad a lot. I'm not going to be sorry. No, Just, you do better now. I think that if we have male listeners... They're probably cool as if shit. You, if you've gotten this far, you probably agree with us, and you would probably wish... The rest of the mankind well, would stop doing this shit so you didn't look so bad. Pe- look, people listen to you when you're mad. They're not going to listen to me when I'm mad. I get that. So be, like, go out for Auntie Lillian's and, yes. and you yell at some people and don't yes. let this shit go down. Yes. Use that privilege. If I were a dude, oh my God, I'd just rub my privilege everywhere. <laughs> I'm just rubbing on stuff. Mm-hmm. I would also play with my wiener. Oh my God, Lillian. I would. I'd put it in stuff. <laughs> I, it would be so fun. It took me a second to process what you I'd said because I just like, didn't think that you actually said that out loud. I was <laughs> yes. like clutching my pearls. Clutch them. <laughs> I give no fucks. Wouldn't you, if you had a big Oshvan sticker, wouldn't you want to play with it? I'd slap it on things. I'd put it between two pieces of bread and go, it's a dick sandwich. <laughs> I would just, I, I would think it was really fun. I would for like, you know, like an hour or two. Oh, no, it's never stopping. No, I would never, I would never want to have one permanently. Uh, I've really thought about gender a lot because, you know, I'm surrounded by the issue. Your whole seven. household. My yeah. whole house yeah. is not straight. Yeah. Or cis. Or, except yeah. for me. And then it made me wonder, am I? And the, the answer is, I is there a word for just not giving a fuck? I just don't, I don't care. <laughs> I like having a femme presentation, but I really don't care about my genitals. Yeah, they're just there. I just want to talk about that for just a second before we go, because this is what like makes me crazy in my brain. Look, ever since I was a young Lady Lillian's and I was being a big slut, because I was, and I'm not ashamed, 
I have a really high body count that surprises and upsets people. But <laughs> ask me if I care. I have fucked over 300 people. And I have not once cared what was in their pants. Because I figure, I know I could do anything with whatever you got in there. I could be an octopus. That would be cool, actually. I'd be like, wow, that's very different. I have seen a Japanese cartoon like this once. <laughs> I know We'll what figure you it out. <laughs> it's just not confusing. Why would you care? I just, I get that if you have some trauma associated with a certain set of genitalia that, you know, you might be adverse. My cats right. are fighting right next to me, which I don't, y'all, we are trying to be professional here. Don't Kitties. Kitties. <laughs> I have a cat named Cookie. Yeah, and Cookie she is. was just staring at me like big, I did something. She's a big fluffy ragdoll and she has like big blue eyes and she's very hateful. And I call her Coochie. She also has a blob, like a dark... It looks like she has a dick nose. Yeah, I was about to say, she has a dick on her face, so I call her dick face. <laughs> I call her coochie, and she's coming up here, and I've just got this big, fat, angry coochie sitting next to me. Yep. Anyway, can you all calm down about genitals? Yeah. Can you chill out? It's so weird. Yeah. It's so weird that, like, a grown-up far away that doesn't know my husband is so mad about what's in his pants. I had a high school friend when me and Maris got together, and then he came out and started transitioning. He was like, oh, my God, how do you guys have sex? What do you mean? But does he have a penis? (gasps) Like, why would you ask that? A local... A local dumb dumb bitch asked me that once. I'm not going to say her name, and I hope she listens to this podcast. That was an inappropriate question, you bitch. Hey, Lillian. What? What do your labia look like? Well. That is the exact same thing. Yeah. That is the exact same fucking thing. That's like you going up to any other human being and asking them about their fucking genitals. What's your pants situation? Do you do that? No. Do you ask, hey, um... Have you seen that, that, that checkout guy over there? Um, have you seen if he has a dick or a vagina? Do you know? Why do like, you care? Hey, guess what? I can answer this question. For, I can answer it for you. It's one or the other. Until it's about to be in your mouth. Or up you or in or you or on you. Or inside of you. somewhere. In any way. It's none of your business. Until then. Until that moment. None of your business. It's none of your goddamn business, and you're fucking disgusting. You're being weird. If you ask about it, what the fuck? Well, I said, I said, woo-woo to the person. I said, that's a really <laughs> fucked up question. I was like, what's your husband's dick look like? Is he uncircumcised or circumcised? Mm-hmm. He got or a little chode, or is it like a big old... Is it veiny, or is it kind of fat? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it curved? To the left, to the right. Mm-hmm. What does it look like when he's sitting down and it's soft? <laughs> he looks sad, probably. <laughs> does he have great big balls or like little tight scroll balls? Do they like hang real, real balls? hangy swingy balls? Or are they like, like kind of tucked up like it's cold? <laughs> little scroll balls. That's yes. why I call them little fuzzy warbles. Y'all okay, see how I, I get you guys people. get it, right? Oh, like, so like you guys have to get it by now that this is fucked up. We should treat people. Well, I want you to think about, like, because a lot of cis people will be like, I accept them, but I would never fuck one. Wouldn't you? Why not? Let me tell you, ladies, date a trans man. Just do yourself a favor once. You want somebody who always understands your period and make you come 400 times? I'm just doing you a favor. It's a public service announcement. I'm not saying to fetishize any group of people, but give them a shot. Mm-hmm. Plus, they're mm-hmm. pretty. 
They have good hygiene. I was about to say trans men are gorgeous. Whoa. Look, there are, hold on, one, two, three. There are four trans men I know in town. Every last one of them is beautiful and sexy as hell. I would marry all of them. In fact, mm -hmm. that's not a bad idea. I could have four husbands. Mm -hmm. That would be awesome. Mm -hmm. And y'all, my husband is fucking beautiful. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Like, out of my league. And I'm not, I'm not, like, gross. I'm, I know by the sound of my voice, apparently, because it's so angry, you're picturing, picturing, like, some Baba Yaga swamp hag. But I promise you, I've got great big knockers, and I got a real pretty face, and pretty hot. So, I mean, fuck, like, so many people. They're not gonna fuck me from ugly. <laughs> Would they? I don't think so. My body count speaks for itself. There, I did a sexy voice for you. Are you happy now? I used to do phone sex work. <laughs> Not like this, not like, yeah, take your dick out, you piece of shit. <laughs> Although I bet that could be one. I wish I'd known about, like, being a dominatrix in my youth because I'd have been very good at it. Yes, you would I did train in my 30s to be a dominatrix. Um, I have a friend who, who just started. But you know what I found out I don't like? Mm -hmm. Submissive men. And, like, the point of dislike is, like, I want to throw up. <laughs> Like, genuinely, like, I'm upset and kind of cry and, like, get the mouth sweats. And that's not hot. I can't, like, like even Ooh. insult them. I'm like, oh, you're just really gross. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, the lady who was training me, like, my mentor, she was like, Lillian, no, you've got to be sexy and mean. And I was like, I just want to puke. That's gross. Why is he saying that stuff? <laughs> I don't want to step on him. I want to go get some air. Just can't handle it. Maybe I have issues. I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to end this on a funny note because it was so sad and I was I crying know. so much. So I'm just going to talk about weenie balls until I feel better. <laughs> and then I would put, if I had a dick, I'd put it between pieces of bread and make it a sandwich. <laughs> if I was fucking people, I would just slap them with my penis all the time. <laughs> Be like, oh, I'm going to suck your dick. Larry, I guess my name's Larry. It's my boy name. <laughs> I don't like that one. Liam! Oh, that's Ooh, my boy name. I like that one. That's sexy, doesn't it? I think I'd make a very sexy dude. If you changed literally everything about me. Oh my God, if I had to wear a binder, that'd be wretched. I have ginormous knockers. Yeah, we just talked about that before we yeah. started. Big honker donker doinkers. <laughs> We're gonna go. Yeah, we that's need enough. to get her We're fucking done. Anyway, I would slap people in the face with my weedy. If I had, isn't Weenie the funniest thing to call it? <laughs> weenie. I, oh, look at his little old Weenie. In high school, I didn't like to say the word penis. I'm oh, fine no. now, obviously, but I was a child and I felt weird. And so. What'd you call it? I call it a pee pee. <laughs> <laughs> One time at Christmas, I'm going to tell this story. So I come from a family of very fucked up, crazy people. But my grandmother, my maternal grandmother, was very prim and proper. And we were at Thanksgiving or Christmas. I don't remember which holiday, but it was one of the big meal ones. And everyone was making dick and fart jokes. And they went on and on about how there weren't really a lot of good words for penis. Yes. Penis isn't sexy. You don't say, yes. I want that penis. Because it sounds stupid. And so everyone was going around saying what word they'd prefer. Yeah. My grandpa said pecker, which was funny. Thanks, grandpa. He was like, well, I just call it my old pecker. And that was hilarious. But grandma went, she just sat back 
and then sat up real straight and went, cock! <laughs> Call it a cock! And I was like, grandmama. I was like 12. <laughs> and I'd never heard that before. And so I said, well, I like a chicken. <laughs> and everybody was like, oh, oh. And then my brother, who was two years younger than me, said, what's a dildo? They said it at school. And I said, it's a big rubber penis. And then they were like, how do you know? And it was just a mess. What <laughs> was the, yeah, this ruined. Everything's ruined. <laughs> One time I cried when I was little because my aunt called a penis a ding dong. And I got confused because I thought, because <laughs> I'm a little chonky kid. And I thought she meant ding dong like the hostess cupcakes ding dong. So you were crying because you were like, I love those. Well, because I wonder, <laughs> well, no, I started crying because I got really confused. And I was like, what are you talking about? And she's like, ding dong, like a penis. I don't know how, somehow we, we came, we boiled it down because she didn't want to say penis to me because I was a child. And I mean, I had to have been like six or eight or something. Yeah. And, and. She ended up saying, well, ding dong means penis. And then I started crying. I was like, I love ding dongs. I don't want to eat penis. <laughs> and now you just can't get enough. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> You're a regular Nancy Reagan. Throat goat. Said it. Yeah, it's bad. Look, I'm just trying to keep up with the memes. Anyway, we're going to go. Um. I wanted to be silly at the end. I know. Because I kept just to get it out of my so system. it's so hard. We're going to yeah. have to, like, you know, go to back decompress. to our real life yeah. and not hang with this so long. But I, I do just, before we end, I just want to re reiterate the fact that we have uh, to check the links. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, in the description box. Check them out. Um, we're going to have tons of links of. And hey, if you want a fun episode, because our episodes are universally depressing, for they are about murder, mm -hmm. join our Patreon, because right. I'm doing an episode on weird Christmas stuff that's not sad. Yeah. Some of it's sad, but not too much. Yeah. Like Krampus. I'm excited to learn about Krampus because I've never heard about. And I've like actually learn. known about him. I just have seen the images. Yes. And and there's I'm a like, reason why, and I explain why uh, Krampus kind of went viral, and now we all know about him. Because huh. he's kind of obscure. Yeah. Due to a bunch of legislation that happened in 1932. Oh well, I didn't know any of that. So and if you want to learn more, see if I maybe if I use my sultry voice, people will subscribe. Check out our Patreon. Five dollars every month. That's five it. Five dollars. We only do it for five dollars. Are you shaking your titties? Uh, yeah, I don't know how to be sexy. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it real weird. It's very yeah, funny. it's very shoulder. It's Patreon.com/slash Cruelty, and I will also have links in the description box where you can donate to some LGBT stuff. Cause do it. Cause we said so. Cause I said so, and I'm your big boss, mommy. Mmm. Whoa! <laughs> I gotta go. That upset me. Hit the. We're done. I love you guys. Good night. Find us on your social media platform of choice. Linktree slash cruelty has all of the links. Check out our Patreon for exclusive episodes, merch, ad-free episodes, live ghost hunts, and much more. Please be sure to subscribe. New episodes are uploaded weekly. Thank you so much. See you next time. Music and production by Willie B.